This week on Nintendo Main, Nintendo Main goes on vacation with Super Mario Sunshine. We record our adventures 30 seconds at a time. And I think Peach is my mama. Super Mario Sunshine! Woohoo! Nintendo Main episode 92. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Where were you in 92? Where were you in 92? I was 12, probably playing Nintendo games in yeah, 92. I was playing Nintendo. Probably playing Super Nintendo, because it was out by then. I was collecting baseball cards and playing Nintendo. But uh, <laughs> we are your hosts. This is Nintendo Main Podcast. It's a Nintendo podcast about Nintendo stuff and other things like that. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Pianta Johnson. I'm Jeremy Kill All the Roboducks Mikowski. And I'm John Shine Get Knitter. Shine Get. Shine Get. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're continuing on that countdown to Super Mario Odyssey, as we were saying before. So our major topic of the week will be Super Mario Sunshine, which will be in the Woo-hoo. second part of the show as normal but let's start off with our what we do every week what did we spend money on this week in the in the world of games who wants to go do you want me to go first i spent a lot of money and stuff go ahead so i bought yono and the celestial elephants last week and i got wolverblade also i also got all those records finally that i ordered in the mail so i got cool streets of rage one two and sonic mania last week that's pretty awesome so like on friday i was going to go into work and it turned out that i didn't have to go in as early as i thought so i had like two hours like just to kill time so i played uh i played burning fight on on the switch while listening to streets of rage 2 on record so it was pretty awesome so it made burning fight like two points more i guess of a better game because you're listening to the streets of rage soundtrack while you're playing it so you're almost playing streets of rage on the switch kind of but not you know not fully but it definitely helps it definitely helps the game to listen to that while you're playing any of those sort of games it definitely put you in the mood to punch the fuck out of people yeah so did you want to like head out in the streets and clean them up <laughs> do you have rage not necessarily. I mean, I was fine with doing it in the virtual world. It didn't make me. It didn't make me violent. Like I want to go hurt hurt people or something. You want to like punch a car until you find some turkey in it. I think those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think those game those soundtracks are pretty like awesome, and they make me chill. They don't make me want to punch stuff. That would be like music that I hate. That would make me want to punch cars. Yeah, those beat 'em up games. They have kind of the opposite effect. You get yeah. all your rage out, and then you're good. Then you can go. I don't know. Then you can go farm in real life. Knit a quilt. <laughs> John knit a quilt. Yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so let's talk about wolverblade first i guess out of stuff that i got it's the the load times are ridiculously long if you watched any of my playthrough stuff on twitch which is twitch.tv slash nintendo main podcast i did a stream of yono and wolverblade and wolverblade i don't has some like really really bad long load times at the beginning of every level but then you play through the whole level and then you have to sit through a load time again so that's kind of annoying and the game has like super high production value like everything's voice acted the graphics are really good the music's really great but the game in itself isn't really that exciting to play i don't think it's a lot better to play as two players because it's really fucking hard with on one player and you only get three lives so is it it's a beat-em-up right yeah it's a beat-em-up it's a beat-em-up that's like set up in like i don't know it's you're like a viking or something it's like in medieval times you know you have swords which i was down with that like i wanted it to be like kind of reminded me yeah of like uh golden axe that's what i thought yeah but it kind of has like a yeah. th- the 300 movie sort of thing going where like the romans are trying to conquer oh yeah sure where it's like sparta yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they spit at each other that's everybody's really like riled up to like 
fight for their nationality or whatever. Yeah. They're... And they got there's some mad there's some mad accents in that too. Mm-hmm. It's very much like. Is it a British made game? I don't know. I did. I should. I, I didn't feel like it's it. got to be the way they talk in it. Oh, they just made everybody like super like you know Scottish or Irish or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're all about like. Defending, well, the Romans got like land really thick and, British accents. That's what yeah. I was like. Maybe it's maybe they just did good casting for it. I don't know. But it's in the end, it's not as fun. Like it's not as fun as Golden Axe. Like there's no like there's not a whole lot of variety to it. You basically just go around and chop people apart. It is super bloody. It's probably the bloodiest game on Switch right now. So I'll give it that. You know, you can cut people's heads off, and you can throw people's heads at people, and like throw arms at people. You can like throw parts of their body at the other people. But there's not a whole lot of different weapon selections, I guess. So a lot of it's kind of just, you know, running around and punching people. There's, it's nothing like Streets of Rage 2 or uh, Final Fight 3 where you have, like, Street Fighter-type moves in there, which I always think is the best thing to put in those type of games. Right. Because it makes It's kind it of amazing more. that anybody can make a beat-em-up in this day and age and not realize that you need variety in it. I mean, there's been enough mediocre yeah. beat-em-up games where you just go right forever and hit the button and blah 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 ad nauseum yeah isn't that just kind of obvious like you can't do that you gotta have variety to it yeah throw in some other challenges well that's kind of that's kind of how this game works except like the stories it has like a full-on story and everything's fully acted and like the cutscenes look really cool you know and the and the music oh. is awesome i guess and like really epic but i didn't feel like there's a whole lot of differences in it but it's yeah i i I could only make it through the first level by myself, you know, because the first level you fight a big boss at the end, and the second level you fight two big bosses at the end, and it's really hard to do without a second player. So it kind of me it kind it kind of makes you think that you need to play it with a second player, but also there's no online option. Like you can't hop online and just like get matched up with a random person and play out play that way. So it kind of makes it really difficult bad. to play a single player, I think. But you can also there's an arcade mode where you can play it where you don't see like any of the cutscenes on there. It just like jumps right into the game. It says here on the official and, website. And there's no saves. This was a five. This game was in development for five years. Really? Yes. Wow. Five years. Mm-hmm. And it's a Switch exclusive right now, right? Or is it on other things? It's supposed to be on all the platforms eventually. Oh, okay. But so it's it a timed exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I understand with all the voice recording. It looks like it's got some TLC put into it. If it weren't for the load times, and that might be a Switch problem. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It could be a card problem, too. I don't know. I just got, as on my list of things I bought, I did buy. There was a one-day sale thing for Amazon where, like, all of their SD cards were marked down. So I did buy a 200-gig one for the price of a 123 one. So I got a 200 one for 60 bucks, And I just plugged it into the Switch and started downloading stuff, and it seems to be doing fine as of right now. So I'm not having that problem that I had for a long time with the Samsung one. You'll of these. be able to beef it up with lots of 30-second clips. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But uh, so, so yeah, I have 200 gig one now because I had a 30 gig and like that one was pretty much gone. So it's like, I want to get a new one. So I got that and took advantage of the sale. I also bought a new hard drive, but that's not really, well, I guess it's game relating because I use it to capture stuff. But, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, that's Wolverblade. It's a, uh, I don't know. It's fun to play with a friend, I guess. They should have at least included an online mode. Maybe they're going to add that later, make it easier to come through. But uh, I mean, I like, a, like comparing the two, I think Yono is a little bit better, but Yono is like very much like a lighthearted kitty version of like Zelda sort of. It's like isometric. Yeah, I, There's a Yono was developed by one person. Was it? Yeah, oh. that's what I heard. Uh, I believe it. I, I believe on the NBC podcast they said that. Oh well, uh, I didn't listen to their podcast yet of that one, just because I don't like to. Because I would have listened to it today, and I don't like to listen to it before we record, just so I don't. Yeah. I don't want it to influence our views on anything. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a pretty. It's a fairly simple thing. You walk around as the elephant, and there's like a, you know, there's like kind of puzzly stuff, and you can like run into people, and you can get different skins for your elephant. It's very. It seems very kiddy, but I could see it. Like I could see like the puzzles getting more complicated later. But it's worth giving another. Sh- like I mean, I'll, I'm planning on playing it some more. 
I just haven't really, I only got a chance to probably put like four hours in it, I think. So, but it was, yeah, I think it was a little bit better because the load times and it, like I played through a bunch of levels and then I got to, and then I got to like the first town and the town was like all fetch quests when I got there. And I was like, uh, once you get through that, you get to another part where you do puzzles and shit. It's kind of hard to explain, I guess, without playing it, but it's okay, I guess. So far, give it a three out of five. And uh, I also bought the Rogue Troopers game, Redux. I got that yesterday. That's a game that came out this week, but it's a, apparently it's a HD remake of an old PlayStation 2 game. But it's based on a 2000 AD comic. If you're not familiar with them, they're the guys who did Judge Dredd and like a lot of big uh, writers. Like I think Alan Moore and, and Grant Morrison like both did 2000 AD stuff. And 2000 AD is like the only comic company that still takes like um, submissions. Like you can actually write stories and send them to them. Like even now. So it's pretty, oh, wow. it's pretty awesome. But they were, uh, yeah, they were like a big comic magazine way back when. But yeah, you can actually send them shit still. So look at, look that up. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe yeah, give them a shot. I looked them up like a few years ago whenever I heard about that and they did still have where you can do submissions, but I don't know if they still do it now, but they did. I mean, I think it's pretty awesome. So I was super intrigued. Like I love comic book stuff. It's a third person shooter, you know, and you're these little like uh, blue guys that run around and play. All I did was play a little bit of the first level, but I'm going to do a stream of it tomorrow, which this podcast won't be up before that, but you could check this Twitch. It'll be on the Twitch. You can check it out, out on that after, but I think that's all I got for this week thus far. Am I yeah, been, nothing am- for me this week. It's been uh, saving up for Super Mario Odyssey and possibly Doom. Yeah. We'll talk about later. That's on our news. That's on our news thing for yeah. sure. But uh, did you get anything? I mean, if we want to get down to the brass tacks, all I've really purchased this week was I finally bought a case for my Switch for travel because I'm heading to uh, Portland Retro Gaming Expo. As of the time this is uh, published, I'll already be in Portland. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, I'm heading there tomorrow as of tonight, which is, well, technically... Thursday morning, yeah. Well, this this will be posted Friday morning, so you'll be there on I'll Friday. I'll be there. And, uh, so if so anybody, I, had a, I yeah. finally bought a case for my Switch, and it's cool. actually really nice. And it's, uh, you know, whatever. It's the economy version, the $15, but official Nintendo released version. So I've uh, got the same one. The, yep. Uh, I chew it in there. And, red uh, trimming. I took it on the train. I got to try it on the train on the way up to Chicago, and it was amazing. I played Stardew Valley from the moment I got on the train to the moment I arrived in Chicago, and I plan on doing the same thing on my flight tomorrow. It's a wonderful thing, putting your Switch on a flight and like sitting next to some people who are bored or whatever, just looking at whatever movie, and you just got this cool game system set down on the table. Yeah, I I mean, on the train, luckily, I had a... There's always two seats on each side, and I had my own. Like, I didn't have anyone sit next to me, so I just kind of reclined and enjoyed myself but i do plan on uh trying the tray table mode and on on the plane oh, sure. i've yep. got a uh... like 10 percent of me was playing zelda uh, zelda and 90 percent of me was saying hey everybody look at me i'm playing zelda on the plane <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, one thing one thing before i forget like before uh one more thing i want to say about yono uh before i forget weirdly enough about that game is that doesn't pro controllers don't work with it that's odd i don't know if they oh, mentioned that on nvc but if you watch my video there's like a long time of me like <laughs> fucking around with it but you can only use like the joy cons with it not the pro controller i only thought about that because i was like why didn't you bring your pro controller you could play it on the plane i would be a big fan if, if there was like a way to completely eliminate the dock and there's just a uh, usb-c to hdmi cable you could plug into your switch and then uh because like i really wanted to bring my dock on this trip but i have a single backpack and i wanted everything for the week to fit into one backpack and the dock wasn't going to happen so the dock itself is still at my house so when i get to the hotel i'm not going to be able to play on the tv yeah is that is that because you didn't want to check extra bags on the plane yeah i just 
I just made a goal early on that I wanted my whole week's travel to be in one backpack. But I do have a, uh, I do have another bag inside of there to fill up with games at PRG, which is another reason why I haven't spent there. money this week because I uh, plan on spending money in the next couple of days. Yeah. You should just I would buy bet somebody there has some sort of dock solution for you so you could take care of it. Yeah, oh, there's some like third the, there's some third yeah. party dock solutions that look pretty cool. It would be great if there was a very minimal just it would be great if there was just a USB C to HDMI cable that would work with the with the switch. I saw something. I mean it was just like all square to look kind of look, looked like an Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that no, I saw that too. Technically a dock. Yeah, I was looking into that. Um I was looking into it because, you know, before I got my second dock. I was like, I want to get another dock, cause, so I was trying to find a cheaper one, but then I just end up just getting this one for 70 and Then you just got a second dock, which if I decide that's... that I, I'll probably have a carry-on on the way back. I'm not, I rather, I'll have a, I have a carry-on, but I'll have a second bag on the way back full of whatever I purchased there. You know, if there is a third-party dock solution or this whatever. cheap, yeah, not huge. But I've really, like, my big, my big goal, if there's anything I want to buy, it's, uh, it's the, uh, GameCube, Game Boy player that i really want oh yeah 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 because those are my, expensive now still my primary like goal yeah. of what i like what my b- big purchase is going to be or a vectrex if it's really cheap but i'm not going to see i don't think vectrex. you're going to find a cheap vectrex man i want a vectrex so bad after playing it at the the last convention we went to it, it was so cool yeah but they're pretty big though right yeah i mean yeah. it's it's a crt or it's a it's a tube tv it has like a tv in it yeah with the video game built into it yeah so <laughs> it's the it's not going to be cheap for sure. Oh, no, it's going to be at least. And you have to ship bucks. it back too. Well, I would absolutely have to ship it back. They're not going to yeah. let me take a CRT on onto the plane. Well, this you'd be like, this is my portable I mean, gaming system. Haven't you heard about it? This is my dog. He just looks like a TV. <laughs> this, this is my uh, this is my therapy dog. <laughs> let me get it on the plane, please. I can't exist without this is my a Vectrex. service Vectrex. <laughs> yeah, right. Please don't try to play it. It's just for service only. <laughs> you didn't want to bring like a giant bag that has nothing in it and you just fill it with games. Well, I do. <laughs> I mean, I do have a big bag. Yeah. Like it's a, uh, you know, y- y- everyone knows the uh, the reusable grocery bags you can buy. Yeah. It's one of those. Oh, okay. So I've got that like compressed and it's in my bag and I, I'll fill it with shit on the way back. And if, if nothing else, I can check my backpack and then use that as the carry-on. But, uh, yeah, but this will post, like, right when the show starts. So if we have anybody there who listens to the show, you know, say hi to Jeremy. Yeah, I'm look sure. for Jeremy. I'll either be in a... uh will be wearing his... Uh, either the, Nintendo main or a Star Fox shirt. Yeah, I got him that other Star Fox shirt, so... That Star Fox shirt is baller. So, yeah, I guess if that counts as a purchase, that's my other purchase for the week. Yeah, we haven't paid me for it yet, but <laughs> just hey. buy me. Yeah. No, like I said, I would just uh, just buy me. By the time this is. buy me a game. By the yeah. time this posts, I will have paid you for it. No, I'm, I, I'm not trying to put you in a spot. But if you are if you find it, like, uh, I'm look look for some Doom games for me, like Doom on Game Boy or, or Doom on Super Nintendo. Okay. Is what I was going to say, because I want to do. I want to do some Doom streams, like coming up to the new Doom or the newer new whatever the Switch version of Doom. I know it's not super new because it's like a couple years old, but I wanted to do because I have Doom sixty four, which is like probably one of my favorite Dooms ever. But I never played like Doom on Super Nintendo or Doom on Game Boy Advance. Do they do a Doom on PSP? I don't know, but I but I don't care about that. That's not really. To I'm looking like. out for specifically for Doom PSP. Well, I mean, if they have it and it's dirt cheap, then sure, I'll play it. But <laughs> but I was just looking for Nintendo. Do you care about price? I mean, I've got twenty dollars to work with here. Well, I mean, from what I looked, from what I looked at, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance one is pretty cheap, but the Game Boy Super Nintendo one. That's I thought a, you that's already had the Game more. Boy Advance version. 
No, I have Duke Nukem on Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't have Doom. I, sw- I swear you had Doom at some point. Only it's only sixty four. Doom sixty four is the only Doom game I have. But uh, that game is awesome. So I'm definitely going to do a stream of that at some point. I was going to do it for October, but I think I'm going to wait for the for the Doom release. Yeah, well, that's, that, that makes a little more sense. There's well. there's a big like elephant in the room for October, and I'm not talking about Noni. Oh, you, <laughs> what are you talking about uh, Mario? Yeah, yeah. But I'm still gonna do horror themed games to, uh, for uh, stream stuff. Horror November, which all I've done is uh, all I've done is uh, Super Castlevania Four. Don't shave so your far. mustache and play horror games. <laughs> oh, the Movember, November Doomember. Yeah, November is now Doomember. Yeah, but don't oh, shave. Yeah. yeah. So are you? Are, are we through with the? I think so. Prices then? Because we've been talking a lot about Doom. We might as well just jump right into that news story, right? Let's sure. It. Yeah. So Doom has a release date now. It's coming out two weeks after Super Mario Sunshine. So hopefully we'll have the game beaten by then. Super I hope Mario Odyssey. Actually. Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, my mind is still on Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, Super Mario Odyssey comes out next week, next Friday. I'm super excited. So when you've had your fill of cheer two weeks later, you can go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm definitely, I definitely want to get that Doom game though. November 10th, that's like seems so soon, you know? It's cool that they're getting it off the ground so quickly. And uh, they really should release the cartridge as red, as a red cartridge, like they did. Because uh, that was another reason I wanted to get the yeah. Super Nintendo Doom game, because it was, an, it was a red cartridge. Like Maximum Carnage was. Yeah. So I'd like, I'd get it. And by the way, as a, as a follow up to last week when you when we were talking about Tony Hawk, uh, Tony Hawk three is a black cartridge on sixty four. Oh right, I right. looked at it. Uh, yep. Tony Hawk one is blue, two is yellow, and three is black. So I thought, what a punk! I thought it's one was yellow great. and two was blue. Two is blue and, and uh, no, one is blue, two is yellow. Two is yellow. Okay, yeah, two is yellow, which is weird, but yeah. <laughs> But those are the colors of those, and and three is black. I looked, I looked at it like when whenever I was looking for games earlier, because I did I did a Mortal Kombat four thing for the twentieth anniversary for that, and I think I was looking for my Mortal Kombat, and I found it there. So you want me to get your Mortal Kombat for Game Boy? <laughs> I already have that game. <laughs> <laughs> no Doom, and if Doom. you find, I'll give you a list of stuff to look for. Sure, sure. Doom. Not like anything crazy, obviously, and it's to your own discretion. Like I'll pay you, I'll pay you for anything that's not shirt money. <laughs> yeah. But it won't be anything crazy. Like, don't buy me a Vectrex. I don't need one. You want two Vectrexes? But I want you Vectrexes. I want you to buy me the Super the the Spider Man arcade game and, and have it shipped here. Okay. But pay for all of it yourself. <laughs> Just make sure you have your own dolly. Okay, my own. Yeah, for sure. Somehow to get it up the stairs. No, I'll hire some dude to do it. But yeah, Doom Doom comes out on, on November tenth. There's a bunch of other shit announced too. Like, uh, what is it? A uh, the bat the batman telltale game is coming out too around that time which i didn't even know that that was fully announced yet but i guess telltale's fully on board with the switch now which is great they should be yeah I think so they're gonna do well on switch so like, tell yeah tell is really suited to their style of games i think switch is suited to like any sort of game it's oh yeah it's obvious that everybody likes it because even sony is making games for the nintendo switch now what the fuck what that was another like story that sony is going to start they're going to start a new company and make games for pc and nintendo switch it's crazy because i guess they don't want to release it under sony obviously but uh, i think i I mentioned it before in like some of the upcoming games but there's a game called demo that i mentioned and that is actually under their new company so that one is made by sony it was on i think i saw it on the shop and probably in the japanese shop like i saw it as like a coming soon game or something but i know i saw that one before but that's one of theirs but yeah i mean so now we've had microsoft sega and sony all publish on nintendo yep 
And yep. Nintendo has never published on any of the competitor systems. I think this means except Nintendo for wins. Android and Apple. They won. Except for <laughs> except for Apple, yeah. And Android. Uh-huh. I mean, they did make cell phone games. Oh right, well, and, uh, yeah. And Mario teaches typing on PC. That's true. And Mario was missing was also, I think, it was a PC yeah. game. But as far as like main competitors, I guess they never did. So yeah, you could say they won in the end. I guess the Switch is still super popular. And everybody's, everybody's doing that shit. But yeah, the Batman is coming out a week after Doom. No, not a week. Uh, four days after. It's on the 14th. So it's releasing on Tuesday. But Doom is actually do- is releasing on a Friday. I wonder if they're going to do like a midnight release for it digitally. They probably won't because they mostly only do that for Nintendo games. But it'd be really cool if they did. Are you are you either of you guys planning on getting Mario physical? No. Or? I'm going to get Mario physical. Yeah, I've got my reserve already. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, dude, John, you should get it digital. Because you know if you get it digital, you'll get to play it at like 9 o'clock on Thursday. I could, yeah, because I'm in California and everything. Yeah, no, yeah. because it comes because it releases by Eastern time at midnight. So like it comes out at eleven here, but it comes out at nine where you're at. You could play it like way. It. You could play it way early. You know, I don't know. I, maybe this. You'd still be finishing your breakfast and starting to play. Will uh, switch me also. over. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I like having the cartridge. I like collecting things. Yeah, you're still doing that. Well, you're not like paying for the game. you're not paying for the rights for the software. You own the software at that point. I own it. Yes, mm-hmm. true. I guess I like having the object, the collectible. I agree, and I like it too. If not for the portable nature of the Switch and having to change the cartridges. Yeah, if it was just a console and, and not a handheld, maybe I would care more about that. But it's kind of got to the point. I have so much shit. And I really don't have a whole lot of space for more shit. So I'm totally all about digital purchases. You know, I like I like going fully fully digital. I mean, I I need to save all my room for all the cartridges, old cartridges that I get. I think I think if I love the game enough, this is kind of stupid. You would buy it twice. I would buy it twice. Really? To have a physical (laughs) copy on top of being able to play it early. Well, you did buy all the versions of Zelda. Yeah, so you might as well buy it. Well, I don't have a. I don't have a digital. I don't have a digital Switch version or a digital Wii version of Zelda. I just have physical copies of both. Yeah, even though I could see, like, I'm tempted to just go ahead and do digital on a whole bunch of these games. I mean, because there's so many that that you just have to download anyway that aren't available on cartridge. And yeah, that's what I I have more digital games than I have physical games because of that. Yeah, so yeah. maybe this switch will be the one to make it happen for me, and I'll just I don't know, ask ask me in six months or a year. Yeah, maybe well, I'll be buying digital. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be awful great if you could dump it onto the. You could buy the physical, and dump it onto your yeah dump. hardware, and still have the physical yeah, yeah. version. Yeah, because it or Nintendo's not going to do like a code or something to get the download version if you want to. Yeah. It would be nice, yeah, if they did some sort of like cross buy thing, but it's like with your. But then I think they'd be afraid of you giving the code away. And then somebody else gets the game for free, and that's a and that's a sale that they miss, you know, that they right. lost. Did Plus you pre? Really, in the end, they want to encourage you to do the download so they can bypass the retailers, and you know that's all the future anyway. What was your Odyssey pre-order? Did you do it through Amazon or did you do it, it to Target? Right. So are you get that was the, Target. Do you get the pre-order bonus? Do you get the coin? Is that through Target? I uh, didn't get a bonus of any kind really, except for um, they're promising a five dollar gift card. Okay. You go and buy the game. What, who did the coin? There's like a commemorative coin at some place. Is there? There was a commemorative coin for Super Mario Galaxy 2 also. Maybe it's through GameStop. That I still have that sense. coin. I think I have two of them, actually. Someone posted a photo today on the NBC Facebook of the commemorative 
Odyssey coin. Maybe it was a joke, but it looked real. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't even I haven't looked into. Yeah, I've just been. It, it was the 3ds really did it for me because like the 3ds you could put all your games on there digitally, so you would have a sick like handheld that has like 50 games on it. So that's what kind of sold me to just going all digital. And for the Switch, I just I don't like Switch. I don't like changing games. Like I've gotten to that point where I just don't. I just want to put everything on the system. I know, and it's terrible because <laughs> it's, it's a mark of how lazy we've gotten. But yeah, it's true though. I'm like I wish I could just on the fly switch between games. I don't want to actually remove the cartridge and put another one in, even yeah. though it only takes three seconds. Yeah. I'm I think I feel hot, that sometimes. Like, oh, cool, I'll play Sonic Mania. There it is. I'll play the Mario Brothers game. There it is. Oh, I want to play Zelda. Oh, wait a minute. I got to get the cartridge. Yeah, for yeah. me, it, it was Zelda and Mario Kart for a while there, because I'd be like frustrated with Zelda. I'd be like, I'm going to go play some Mario. I'm just going to play some Mario Kart to chill out. And then I would have to actually change the cartridge up. And I couldn't, you know, just switch it on the fly. So it's dumb because, you know, the reason I bought the physical copy of both of those was for the discount. Amazon gives you a 20% discount on a new game, like within mm-hmm. the first like week or two of its release. So, you know, I was getting $12 off, I think is what that comes out to you so i'd save 24 dollars between the two games by buying them physical and i own them for real so it, it would make sense to do that with everything but i do like the hot swap yeah but the portable nature of the system is just just i don't know I but say now that i have a case <laughs> now that i have a case it does have uh, slots for uh I think it's like 20, or maybe it's not 20. I can look at it right now. Yeah, I have a case with, that has slots for games, too. It, so like, I can it only, actually, has one, only has one game in it. Right. <laughs> and I actually threw my 3DS games in it. Oh, yeah, so this holds 14 games, plus whatever you would have in the Switch. So I could have up to 15 physical games within my case. You could probably double them up, too, like my DS case. Yeah. You could put like two. You could put two DS games in each, like one slot. So I really don't have a good excuse anymore not to buy the physical, other than the uh, the laziness being able to play of... it. Well, and being able to play it early at the initial release. That's kind of what, like, really, what I think is awesome is just getting it early. Because I don't want to. I want to play Mario. I want to play with Super Mario Odyssey that Thursday night at eleven o'clock. So I'll me be, too. Yeah. Have you? Have either of you guys been able to catch the demo at uh, Best Buy? Because apparently no, they have them. I went to Best Buy the other day for the sole purpose of buying a hard, a hard drive and uh, playing the Super Mario demo, and they didn't have either of those. So they didn't have the hard drive I was looking for, and they didn't have the demo either. So it sucked. So I basically went to Best Buy for nothing. But uh, yeah, apparently some of them have them. Like people have been speedrunning it already. Have you seen that? Like somebody is already speedrunning the demo. Oh, right. Yeah. I yeah. See that. I saw so, that. People are hungry. People really want that game. I mean, the game looks, looks phenomenal. And uh, yeah. We'll have to see whenever. I'm wondering whenever the review embargoes are going to drop and all that. Well, did you see there was actually, I think, a Famitsu review went up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like got... 39 out of 40 or something. So It was like some weird number. Oh, so there's another? Yeah, it was 39 out of 40. So almost perfect score. Just just shy of a perfect score. I'm thinking it's going to be great. I'm totally excited about it. But, you know, two more episodes. We'll be talking about that for however long we'll be talking about that. You know, who knows? Just like we were with Zelda. Yeah, and, and maybe we were hung up on Zelda for we, quite a while. We probably had like five episodes of Zelda at least. At least talking about Zelda. And we were hung up on Star Fox too, but after it came out, we were like, mm. <laughs> I actually beat it though. That's like a, that's like the, oh, I meant Star Fox Zero, not Star Fox Two. Yeah, I Star Fox also. No, I beat I beat that one. Oh, also. you did beat Star Fox. Uh, yes, yeah. Star Fox also. Just to clarify. Yeah, no, it's like the opposite side of both those games because you beat Paper Mario Color Splash. I did, and I beat Star Fox Zero. And vice versa, like I, you didn't, I didn't beat Paper Mario. You didn't beat Star Fox Zero. Yeah, but Star Fox Zero, is and a, neither of us beat Xenoblade Chronicles X. 
Yeah, I really want to go back and beat that game, but it got so hard. I know it's been about so it long since I've been back in that game. I really want to beat it, though, before Xeno... Because I keep forgetting that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 comes out this year also. Isn't there also... Because there's all there these fucking great games on coming the, out. Uh, 3DS version of the first Xenoblade now? Probably. It's like a 40% well, discount. Well, there's probably something you can get through Nintendo Club or it's something. Through, it's through that. But get it But get it for the Wii U. Get that version. That's the best version. I'm sure it's superior. Like, get the Wii, get the Wii Virtual Console version of it. Because it's, it's, the games are pretty much the same, but it looks better on that. And it's probably better to play it on the big screen. Yeah, and then you can play, because it is a very big game, big game, and it's better to look at it on, look at it on the TV than on the handheld. But anyway, let's get back to, uh, let's do a couple more new stuff, and then we'll take a break and get to the topic of the week. Big thing, big thing we mentioned earlier, which we haven't talked about yet. Uh, the Switch got a new update today. About fucking time. So now you can capture yeah. 30 seconds of select games. Yeah, it's just happened like two hours before we started recording. Yeah, we got lucky so, that time. It wasn't curse news. of the podcast that didn't come out after we recorded. But yeah, I, we just Jeremy and I just downloaded it. You played it earlier, I know, right, John? I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I tried it a little bit. I recorded like the first opening twenty seconds of Splatoon two. Which, uh, speaking of which, I played the. You guys didn't play the Splatfest at all over the weekend, right? The vampires no. versus werewolves. No, I was on the werewolf team. Werewolves did not make it out from what i heard they lost to the vampires but i did i did a stream i did a live stream of it on switch on twitch so you can check that out if you want to see me lose a bunch of times it was you know it was a fun thing to do live and just like be like hey you know i'm gonna get on and play this for a while because i haven't done that for a bit i think i missed out on whatever the last Splatfest was so give me a reason to go back to splatoon and there's like a couple new weapons i think they added also on there for the probably some sort of like Splatfest specific stage. Yeah, I don't know which one it was, but there was something. It wasn't like a horror type one, unfortunately. That's too bad. Yeah, but yeah, I, I played that. But yeah, I recorded the opening of Splatoon two. Did you guys uh, record any Zelda stuff or anything like that? I recorded uh, Link skipping around Hyrule Field and uh, <laughs> slashing a sword around, and then I was like, "Oh, cool, it worked." And that was it. And yeah. you can post it to Twitter, right, or, or Facebook, or whatever. Twitter and Facebook, and you can yeah. edit the video too. Yeah, you can edit it in the, uh, and it shows up in the in the snapshots area, right? Right on the switch. Yeah. As far as I can tell, the editing just totally encompasses within that thirty seconds. You can choose the beginning and end point of that video. That's about it. Yeah, yeah it doesn't look like you can can't actually snip out sections, right? You can't like throw you can't, like, like some eighties home movies in there. <laughs> you can't do some like star wipes or something <laughs> in there. No, 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 you can't give like a little puppy dog face and all that stuff. Oh, oh, well, but uh, I'm sure it'll work. I'm sure it'll work on Super Mario Odyssey, right? I mean, it's, it's not out to. yet, but it seems to be working because it's on Splatoon 2, ARMS, Mario Kart 8, Zelda. And I I also tried it on Zelda. I did, uh, I went to the uh, Ridgeland Tower where you do the game where you glide as far as you can. Oh, and you recorded that? And I recorded that, and it was 30 seconds of me flying through the air. <laughs> you didn't record like I was like you you go you go to Dan go to Ganon and beat him in thirty seconds and that's what you recorded. It's actually just yeah, it's me beating the game in thirty seconds from the moment I <laughs> emerge from the hyperpod. Yeah, have you beat the game yet, John? Uh, I am purposefully holding off. I have just about every side quest almost done. How many shrines do you have now? I'm at about eighty. Doing well, doing well. Are doing you? Well. So I don't want to beat it until I've got all the shrines and I've completed every side quest. Are you going to try to find all the 900 Korok seeds? No, I'm not uh, <laughs> that crazy. It's you... a pretty cool like reward you get for getting all of them. Though. <laughs> what, the golden the golden poop dropling? Golden doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> the doo-doo drop is what you get. Did you guys get all of them? No. Fuck no. Fuck no. no. 
I think I have 92 shrines is where I'm at. I don't know how many I got. That's as far. And I can't, I, I literally cannot find any new shrines. There's three or four of them I know that I've, I haven't beaten. Even with, even with using like the, did you get the DLC also, John, for that? No, not yet. I'm going to get that once I beat Ganon. Oh, okay. So you haven't gotten any of like the new, you, you didn't get any of the armor or anything like that? Nothing like that, no. Yeah. I want to beat the game pure as it was when it came out, and then I'll get all the stuff. Oh, okay. Sure. But you guys beat, you went through it and you beat the game, you defeated Ganon and everything. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think I did it. Like, well, I know I did it far before traded because he was also purposefully waiting. Waiting. But you decided ultimately, <laughs> even though you didn't have all the shrines. I think that I beat it, it at the beginning of May, I think is when I beat it. I don't remember when I beat it. It was like one of those things where I'm just like, all right, I'm just I'm going to beat this game because I am I just want to be done with it. I accidentally walked into the final room where you had the showdown with Ganon. And I was like, no, I don't want to see it yet. So I shut the system off. <laughs> and then I went back to my previous save. That's kind of what I did. I got, I, uh, well, you kind of got in, went in there and beat him by accident, right? Yeah, I had had a few beers, and I was like, I'm just <laughs> going to see if I can beat the game now. And I did. Yeah. And I was like, I regret this now. I immediately regret this. Because I woke up the next day kind of hungover, and I'm like, oh, shit, I beat Zelda last night. <laughs> that was, my, that was like my regret. That's funny. Ganon's losing his step because, you know, you just beat him drunk and by accident. Yeah, he's not that hard. Well, sorry. Oh. Spoiler. <laughs> well, I guess it, it I guess it all kind of depends on, like, how, you know, how much shit you have when you get there. You can make it harder if you don't get the hearts or whatever. I don't know. So, apparently, uh, did you see that Resident Evil 2 has, like, some sort of crazy ghosts and goblins thing on it included? Yeah, it's like little mini games. Yeah, it's like called like Ghosts and something. Ghosts and Halloween. You're talking about the Revelations remakes, right? Yeah. yeah. I got very confused for a second there when you said Resident Evil 2. Yeah, so Resident Evil Revelations 2 is what I meant. Yeah. has a little mini game thing on it that looks like Ghosts and Goblins for the Switch. It's called Ghosts and Home, Home and Sulin or something. Ghosts and Choblins. But that's another news story thing. That comes out in like November sometime, I guess. November is a good month for mature titles, huh? Yeah, they're really pushing it. Don't shave your mustache, just play mature, <laughs> mature titles all month. I'm very mature, I have a mustache, I'm playing Doom. <laughs> I'm very mature. I have a mustache. It's like, it's like when uh, that Godfather game came out for the Wii, do you remember that? I know because oh, yeah, you game. bought it, uh, but I watched. there was this video on YouTube that I watched where this guy was like, you're a man now because you can play mature games on a Nintendo system. Yay. I guess he never had a GameCube because there's a lot of mature games on there. And the and the 64. But the 64 was all about mature games. Yeah, 64. Well, it had a shitload of first-person shooters that were, like, really bloody that were on there. Uh, a couple things. I want to I say a couple more things before we go to before we go to the break. Well, can I just say on that, on that note about the mature titles, you saw that there was that push. Uh, Nintendo has basically said they're they're pushing for more mature titles on the system. Oh yeah, yeah, they want to. Yeah, no, they did say that because they want yeah. they want people to do that. So they're encouraging them to do it, which is good. They so should have, they're going to have Night Trap released on the Virtual Console soon. Oh, yeah. They it's should. Edition. It was it was on it was on everything but the Switch, right? Because they did release it. Re release. They it. did Night Trap. Yeah, yeah, they're re releasing it. Oh, I was just joking. They are, but it's not coming out to Switch for some reason. So huh. that's a perfect game for Switch. I would love to play that. Night I Trap. Just yeah. played through it for the first time like maybe a year ago i downloaded an emulator play it again said, for the first time yeah i did yeah <laughs> actually i like it i like i like those full motion video games there's a certain charm to them and uh, it is simplistic and you know you, you won't want to go back to it after you've been playing it for two hours and you beat the game already but uh, it's fun i enjoyed it 
it's not as like is it as rapey as like supposedly it is not at all the quote-unquote rapiness all it is is just there's a scene where a woman is looking at a mirror in the bathroom and she's kind of in a nighty and then the bad guys they call them augers sneak up behind her and they grab her with this sort of hook thing around her neck which is the weapon that they use to capture the people and drag her off to the side it's so corny it would be like is it like the thing like where they pull people off the stage or like, like yeah yeah see i remember there being like, like a big expose yeah. maybe it was on something on like cable news or something back when i was a kid but it was saying night trap like a woman gets strangled with a cord in the game it's a prostitute that gets strangled with a cord yeah with a hook right that they pull her off the stage yeah. with <laughs> yeah that'd be yeah they should put that on the switch especially with that soundtrack for sure just a couple more things before we go to before we go to break uh so did you see visceral games is, is out i know i don't know if this is necessarily nintendo stuff i mean they did make that dead space shooter game for uh the wii but do you remember visceral games they like made all those dead space games no but i do know the dead space <clears throat> game yeah. you're talking you know that you know the name anyway that <laughs> EA, ea shut them down so wanted to mention that because that sucks they did some cool shit. Were and they an EA like offshoot? I guess they were. Yeah, oh, okay. they closed the doors on them. But I think they were responsible for Dead Space Extraction. Absorbed which was on, the uh, the good which members into their normal teams or whatever. Yeah, so that always sucks. I don't think we we weren't a podcast when uh, when like Lucas Arts went under. Were we probably no. not? Because that would have been that something like that I would definitely ago. talk about. Because that shit was awesome, and it was like all the stuff that Disney fucked up when they bought the rights to star wars they like they ended the clone wars cartoon which was an awesome show and they also ended lucas arts which was like we're we're an incredible developer and you know i played the shit out of their games when i was in high school like they made a lot of really 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 great point and clicks adventures they used to be called lucasfilm games yeah yeah before it was called lucas arts yeah but they did like you know day Day of the tentacle and like full throttle and like sam and max and and even like aside from that like tie fighter and dark forces and Ripple Assault and all those fun games. I played all that shit in high school. PC. Also, uh, Persona's kind of coming to the Switch. <laughs> Did you see that? There's a new Blaze Blue game coming out for Switch. The Blaze Blue cross tag battle, which has characters from Persona 4 in it. I mean, hasn't there been Persona on the 3DS? Yeah, well, there's Persona Q, but there's nothing Persona on the Switch yet. But still, it's not that shocking. Yeah, you know, if it's already been on. But that, but that also means there's another great fighting game coming out for the switch mm-hmm. so i'm excited about that those blaze blue games are cool it's like arc system it's very similar to like guilty gear x like if you played those games so it's like the same sort of like amazing animation and like you know sprite based fighters so is it a juggly kind of fighting game i don't know probably but it looks cool it looks very cool so i'm excited about that it's supposed to it's supposed to come out in 2018 but still it's a piece of persona on there other than that i think that's i think that's all i have for news aside from do you want to like go down the list of shit coming out tomorrow real quick sure we'll just do the releases for this week like i said rogue trooper already came out i already got that re-release of the play playstation 2 game 2000 ad blah blah blah. looks fun i know the uh what is it the uh, new neo geo game for tomorrow is another like arcade beat-em-up called robo army that looks pretty fun that'd be cool to play if you're looking looking to get a it looks a little bit smoother than uh, Burning Fight, and I saw there's moves where you like can, can put your hand like through a robot and they explode. So you know, like you should definitely check out one of these Neo Geo games. I mean, they're only eight dollars. I don't know if you got one yet, but I got Magician Lord. I didn't get one yet, no. But you should get one eventually. I totally recommend them. I think they're great. Oh yeah, another thing, another news thing. I mean, it's small, but now there's a games on sale section on the on the shop. There's only one game on there, but hopefully there'll what be more. Uh, the one game is the bridge. It's uh, 25% off, whatever that game. There's one game. game you want to be complete. You want a complete bridge. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, we have uh, for like this week or for tomorrow, Jack Jackbox Party Pack Four. I feel yes, like they've come finally. out with like is that the third one of those? They've come out with so many it's the of the fourth them. one. The fourth one, Count Lucanor, because <laughs> it's called four. It's coming out tomorrow. No, I thought there was no. All their numbers don't make any sense. Count Lucanor, that's like some sort of uh, adventure looking stuff. It actually looks kind of cool. It's sort of pixely. When I saw Super Ping Pong Trick Shot, about time. <laughs> Which is a, if you ever wanted to like virtually throw a ping pong ball into a cup, you now can for the high price of five dollars. <laughs> at least it's not. At least they're not charging that much because it kind of looks like you get what you, I mean, you, what you buy pay like for there. Ten ping pong balls for that. Yeah, Elliot Quest. Use the cups you already have. Elliot Quest comes out. That's like a pixely sort of two D adventure looking thing for ten dollars. Party golf. That's that other golf that we were talking about comes out tomorrow. Yeah, it's like a side for fifteen dollars. Yeah, it looks really. It's like super simple looking. Like you don't even see your person. It looks like a flash like. game from like back in the the heyday of the internet flash games. Yeah, golf is doing pretty well on the Switch. Yeah, there's a game called Judge coming out where you like make your own judge and you go around and shoot people in a top down type game. You make your own judge. You make your own judge. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah, the judge just you can't be Judge Dread though. That one's already taken. Yeah, oh, okay. it's 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 spelled like with a Y though. J Y D G. Jidge. So jidge. Build I'm your own jidge. That's what it says. I said since you did death. D Y T. I'm the jidge. I'm the jidge. Remnant. You get the death penalty with a Y. Revenant Saga comes out. That's actually that's like an RPG, I guess, for thirteen dollars. <laughs> It looks like it looks like maybe a mobile game. There's so many games coming out. This hard is to that an offshoot of Revenant Wings? I don't know. Oh, it says uh, oh, it says Bert being turned into an immortal being known as known as the Revenant, learning of the existence of a demon within him. Albert sets out on a journey to make the person who did this pay with their very life. Looks looks very Japanese. There's another game called Siberia that comes out. Kind of looks like kind of looks like Mist <laughs> to tell you the truth. Some of these uh, pictures. I don't know, standard. I'll take it. I love Mist. Standard setting adventure game now available on the Nintendo Switch. I think it's probably already out in some way. Experience a moving adventure and roam through an enchanting world. Journey everywhere with Kate Walker with the Nintendo Switch's handheld mode. Relax while playing in TV mode or tabletop mode. Why can't you relax and handle? You're just them? advertising the features of the system that we already are well aware of. Yeah. Also, I, I forgot. Like, super huge game comes out this week. Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> It's kind of a big deal. That game comes out oh. on Friday. The Nintendo release game, which I can't really see myself ever buying, but it does come out on Friday. When I played it the demo, I wasn't super impressed. Well, I mean, I, I bought Hyrule Warriors, but I also did that when it was kind of a drought on the uh, on that system. Yeah. On the Wii U. And plus, it was free. Like, I did a buy two, get one free thing from Target, so that was my third game. So it wasn't really, didn't really feel that bad about it. And I did play it for the most part, because there wasn't a whole lot to play in Wii U. But this coming out, like, a week before Mario Odyssey, it's just kind of like, you know, I'd, I'd be interested to see, like, how many people actually get it. Because it's, like, right before Mario, and then you have Doom right after Mario, and I don't know. See if it does anything. But it's kind of like a weird place to put it. Like, shouldn't they just release yeah. it, like, early next year or something? Hang on to it. Yep. But uh, it's not coming out this week, but that Mummy Remastered game is on here now. It's coming out on the Based 20th. Based on the movie? Based on the movie, but made by, like, Way Forward, so it's it looks fucking awesome. It's the Mummy Demastered, right? Yeah, Mummy Demastered. So it looks like a Castlevania game. It actually looks pretty fucking rad. And it's 20 bucks, and I'm super psyched. I'll probably end up getting it, even though I'm getting Mario Odyssey also. So That's I saw that on that there. It's coming out now. The movie came out, like, what? 
three or four months ago. Well, they probably don't want to be associated with the movie because the movie was a ball of trash. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, but it's it looks doesn't. I mean, I don't want it to be anything like the movie because I had no desire to see that movie. But uh, the game looks awesome, so I don't know. It, maybe it's like Goldeneye. I mean, Goldeneye came out like what, like a year after the movie came out, at least. Like the game, the game was not released anywhere. Yeah, it was well after the movie, had, anywhere the near movie was on video the time that the game. game <laughs> yeah, it was nowhere near the time that the movie came out. So look what happened with that. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about news-wise? Do you want to take a break? Let's take a break. All right, cool. We'll be right back. So, yeah, the second part of our countdown to Super Mario Odyssey is upon us here. It's time for us to take a vacation to Isle Delfino with our favorite NPCs, the, the Piantas. If you could see me right now, I've got a thought bubble with lots of different seafood in it, <laughs> as I imagine myself being on vacation on the island. Actually, what I, what I saw above you was those curved uh, lines of you saying things, <laughs> you, know, you know, like whenever you talk to somebody in that game. And like the the line, whatever the talk lines are like curved for some reason. Yeah, everything's kind of on a, like a a forty five degree curved angle. It's super strange. Uh, Jeremy, the game came it, out and they're like, "Oh shit, we've got to fix that." It's so it's so weird. Like just the way it, yeah, the way it's presented. It's very nineties. It, it shows like a an arrow, and you hit an arrow, and then it turns into a, a circle, and then it and then it goes away. The circle, whatever, the curved. <laughs> the curved speech but speaking of speech this is nintendo's like first uh attempt at voice acting and i think this is why they kind of stopped doing it after that because the voice acting is terrible in this game so bad terrible like i mean the whole beginning part of like mario <laughs> peach and and flood and and uh toadsworth or whatever like and like the whole story mode where Mario like goes to a court case, he has a he has to go to court, and they uh, I don't know. My favorite part of the whole game, well, one of my favorite parts in cutscene cutscene form, is when like Flood like looks at Mario and he analyzes him, and in the corner it shows like it shows stuff from old Mario games. That's yeah. like my favorite part because it shows him like swinging swinging Bowser around in Super Mario sixty four. It shows stuff from like Super Mario World and like Super Mario one and Super Mario three and all that. So it's cool. It's a nice nice little Easter egg in there. But yeah, it's <laughs> a strange game. Jeremy and well, I, we gotta, did gotta give him a break. You know, cutscenes were brand new. Nobody was doing cutscenes in two thousand two. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, there wasn't a whole like generation of systems based on cutscenes. Yeah, right. Uh well well in, in, in at that time we had the sixty four though, which the only way you could do cutscenes on that is was that they were real time cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Well, except for the FMV on you Resident know, on Resident Evil 2, which we talked about last week. But yeah, Nintendo was kind of new to that, I guess. But Super Mario Sunshine was such a weird... I mean, that was their GameCube Mario game, and it was kind of like, we went on vacation for a while, and this is what we thought of. <laughs> was this... The whole game was thought of on a company retreat. Yeah, supposedly. That's what they said. But I mean, there were some interesting ideas in there, I guess. Like, I liked... I, we were talking about it last night. Like, me and Jeremy did, like, this uh, Twitch stream where we just handed the controller back and forth. We got to 20 sign sprites... 
it was a lot more difficult than we thought it would be, you know. Yeah. But uh, we just kind of just went through to try to get. Well, we had we actually only got thirteen because we had seven before we started, but we ended with twenty. We we're like, let's try to get to twenty. But uh, I mean, it's weird. The game like starts off super dark, and like you, you know, the sun gets brighter every time you get a shine sprite, which is crazy. And it was even crazy is like you get if you get enough, you have to buy shades later because <laughs> it's too bright. Well, you can get shades. If it seems too bright. Later, if it seems too bright and it darkens the game, which that's kind of a hilarious Japanese thing on there, I think. You know, it's just like a nice weird touch to the game. I mean, the game in itself is bizarre. And I do and I do still love it. But I, I find that it hasn't aged as well as Super Mario 64. I can't really just like jump right into Super Mario Sunshine and be like, okay, I'm going to go here. I'm going to get this. Like, I know where this is. Like, I know where everything is on 64. But I just, I don't have that same level on Super Mario Sunshine. And I never got all of the 120 stars on Super Mario Sunshine either because of those stupid fucking blue coins because yeah. you have to get them all by getting all the blue coins yeah, so. the blue coins are a, a, a bit of a bummer yes yeah, so you kind of gotta like you gotta chart your adventure of collecting blue coins and all that shit but uh, did you ever own this game on gamecube john i don't remember if you did or not no i never did you never got super mario my, sunshine it's my least familiar mario game oh that's a shame uh, i'm learning something here yeah, I mean, I do. Don't get me wrong. Like, I do. I do love Super Mario Sunshine, and if they wanted to do a remake of it, I would be super excited because it. We were talking about this last night, but it definitely feels very rushed. The game does. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have that polish that most Nintendo games have. You know, it's kind of like maybe right. if you took a little bit more time with the game, it might have ended up a lot better. You know. Yeah, they which is strange for to Nintendo. get it out by launch so bad they didn't even make that, and it came out what March of two thousand two. Yeah, as I say, it didn't come out for launch. It was summer, wasn't it? Yeah, it might have been the summer. Or was it I, summer? Maybe it was summer. Yeah, because I remember we got it. Like Jeremy and I, we both got it at the same time. I actually bought it in Florida. I was at my dad's house when I got it. I remember that. And uh, but when I brought it back, we uh, we wanted to both like hang out and both play the game. So we had two TVs set up like right next to each other. So we <laughs> play it, <laughs> That's hilarious. Which is pretty cool. So uh, we found a way to like because it's a single player game to play like a single player game together. You know, and still like talk to each other. Yeah, <laughs> you had the sound going on both of them. I think we did. Mm-hmm. We probably did. Yeah. So yeah, we had that going. But that game was. Uh, I just remember like. You, us, like you and me were playing like a demo or something. I remember you looking at the TV and being like, Mario, what happened to you, man? <laughs> it's like such a different game. The characters look so fucking bizarre in it, too. Like, uh, we were talking about this last night, but have you seen the pictures of the Koopas, like, from Super Mario Sunshine? No. Like, look at them. They look, like, so bizarre. They look like this... They don't... They don't. Right they don't look right. Like, the Koopas in Super Mario 64 look great. Like, they look like the way they expect them to look in 3D. But look at the ones in... <laughs> look at the ones in Super Mario Sunshine. They look so bizarre. I don't know. Everything looks bizarre in that game. Maybe it's just because it's in different... You know, it's a different part of the Mushroom Kingdom. Like you're on vacation, everything's just. I'd say the Koopas are just as weird as they were in like Super Mario Land. Like you remember the Koopa Troopas in Super Mario Land? You jump on them and they turn into bombs, and you have to like get the get the fuck away from them. Well, this game, the Koopas have electrified shells that they throw at you. Yeah, and you have to shoot water at them so they shock themselves with Uh their with their electrified shells. What? 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 Yeah. (laughs) There's also yeah, they do look weird. Don't they look weird? Yeah, they don't. They don't look quite right. And then there's those Koopas that you fought. In the stream last night, that were like they looked like Yoshi eggs. Yeah, I was gonna say they were the Yoshi egg Koopas. Also, and they jump and they like, jump at you. Like gi- they, they're like giant eggs. They have like half of a Yoshi egg on them. And uh, you yeah. climb a tree and they jump. At, they jump <laughs> up into the tree yeah. after you. Well, do you want to get into like one of your biggest gripes with the game right now? Speaking of Yoshi, oh god, we haven't talked Yoshi. about Yoshi yet. So Yoshi, like, he was portrayed in a pretty weird way. Like, the whole game was was strange, obviously, because one of my one of my favorite John jokes that I remember. I don't know if you remember this joke or not, John, 
But we were talking about like how Nintendo was so like they kept their cards to their chest so much. And right. They're like, and they're like, oh, we don't want to show anybody any of our idea, our ideas because they might steal them. And you're like, yeah, you know how many people stole that water pack idea from uh, Super Mario Sunshine? Oh yeah, that just took off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which nobody did. Jetta <laughs> water. But yeah, that was a uh, yeah. It's just a weird, and it was a and it, when we were talking about it, it's like yeah, he has an item that talks to him. And I'm like, man, I uh, they they just never did that again, did they? And that's the the game that's coming out next week is doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> with a fucking hat that talks that has eyeballs so i just hope that that hat can feel fear when it gets swallowed by a monster with bad teeth <laughs> that was one that was one of the craziest parts of super mario well one of the weird i mean all the parts are weird but a memorable part of super mario sunshine was when uh when you get eaten by this uh it's this fucking giant monster thing you have to like clean its teeth its teeth has like cavities mm-hmm. and you have to wash it under in this an underwater level too and that's another thing the water ah, the swimming sucks in this game <laughs> compared to For a game about water to you think it would be pretty good. Well, coming off of 64, where I thought the, the swimming mechanic, like, worked so well in that game, they just made it different. Like, blue, like, uh, blue, uh, the B button makes you swim down in the water, and the A button makes you swim up in the water, but it's not really a way to swim forward. So it's kind of like a little janky on the on the water Ooh. controls. But yeah, he gets, uh, he gets swallowed by this monster, and Flood's like, I feel fear. <laughs> become sentient also should I mean, he was always sentient sure yeah well he actually has feelings other than just like you know mario go over here mario. but that was another you know he had an egad icon on him so it was another like reappearance you know what else had an egad icon on it the brush that bowser jr uses oh yeah yeah for sure our good friend bowser jr gets a, gets introduced i guess bowser's only actual kid since the koopalings yeah, are not weird children anymore thinking oh bowser jr Wait, what about the other ones weren't they all bowser jr or like no they weren't the real that was the son. moment that they were kind of forgotten yeah it had a really really bizarre i mean you mentioned it at the very beginning of the show but a really really bizarre uh story was basically that I guess Bowser had raised Bowser Jr. to believe that Peach was his actual mother. So, uh, so he, so he has this like crazy shape shifting, uh, do rag thing that he puts on his face that turns him into like Shadow Mario. And then he can go around and graffiti walls, which Mario cleans up. It's such a bizarre story. I mean, I know most Mario stories, I guess, are pretty bizarre, but this one's extra bizarre. I was going to say, going back to the very first Mario game, you know, some plumbers fell through a pipe and they're in the mushroom world. I mean, that's pretty weird. That's not that weird, though. I mean, compared to like a... It was when it first was envisioned. Yeah, compared to like a turtle-looking dragon thing that has like a scarf that it puts on its face that turns it into a shadow version of the main character, just to like put graffiti on the wall that you get blamed for and you have to clean up. And that's where the whole game starts. And then there's like sprites too. doing it to get Peach's attention, basically, because he thinks Peach is his mother. He has to kidnap his own mother. Yeah, no, he ends up kidnapping her, of course. But I thought that he was doing it to frame Mario, to get Mario in jail or something. But Mario gets assigned community service, so he has to go clean up the graffiti that he put on the walls. But that becomes a side note to the main story after that. Because, you know, doing that, you just get blue coins, basically. You know, you still have to go and do all the shots and all that. Did Bowser find out about his sentencing and tell Bowser Jr. to, like, go make a big old mess in all these different worlds so that Mario's got to clean up for a long time? I don't know. So him and Peach can have some time? Yeah. All right. Stalin, go to each of these zones and paint yeah. everything. <laughs> go paint everything so he can clean it. And get that piranha guy that can fly. Cheap, cheap? Goddamn Pete. <laughs> oh, yeah, Petey Piranha. This is also the first appearance of Petey Piranha, who became a racing and golf legend in uh, in GameCube times. He did. Which is crazy. 
Yeah, we were just, uh, Jeremy was playing the second half of PD where he like flies around by flapping his wings. Like, Man, I hate that part. <laughs> who would have ever known that under that, that under that tunnel or under the pipe, he had like fucking giant leaf wings that he could fly with and a diaper. He's wearing like a, a red and white polka dot diaper. That was what was under the pipe all those years. He's a years. crinkle plant. It's crazy. It's weird. It's a weird dude. And he has a belly, belly button somehow. Even though he wasn't born. Even though he was never tethered to an umbilicus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are, what are, what are your thoughts on Super Mario Sunshine, John? I know you said that you had read you read the old old review of it. What did it end up getting? It got a nine point four, and I think that IGN review was it Pear is, or was it Matt Casmasina? I, I didn't see a name on it. It's gotta be Casmasina. It was one, it had to have been Pear Schneider or Matt Casmasina. That's what I'm guessing. Not see a name on it. But, okay. Well, I read the review, and the review it was positive overall, but it kept sprinkling in things that basically said okay it's not as revolutionary as mario 64 and he kept saying things here and there about oh some of the textures look kind of bad like for as good as it seemed overall there was always some little thing that was just kind of off which i guess is we're, we're kind of reflecting that in our assessment 15 years later saying that this mario game is like it's good but it's there's something off about it it's kind of weird and that review I think is the reason that I never bought it. That just because, you know, it was, I, I got the GameCube, and by then it was like June, so it was a little bit um, into the system's life cycle. I had a couple other games then. I was in college. That was my first year in college. Going to a very uh, expensive college. Yeah, going to an expensive college. To and, Columbia. Uh, <laughs> it all added up to me just somehow yeah. bypassing a Mario game for the first time and I think only time ever. Yeah, and it was because of the... Because the review said that it was weird, pretty much. Because the review said it was weird, and well, not that it said it was weird, but that there was always just something. Off. It wasn't perfect. Coming after Mario sixty four, I was expecting another ten out of ten. This one was a nine point four, yeah. which I guess we and then yeah, and then we kind of the little nitpicks. It should have been like review. an yeah. eight point one. I, I blame IGN. I was surprised it didn't get like a seven point nine or something. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, point nine. Yeah. Well, I mean that's what Double Dash got, and I think the Double right. Dash has aged better than Super Mario Sunshine has in the re- in retrospect. Because I played I played Double Dash for our Mario Kart episode that we did where we went through all of them, and I actually really loved Double Dash. Like returning to it, thought it was a lot of fun. Like uh, I enjoyed it more than like the Wii. You know, Mario Kart, for sure. It ended up being pretty high on my... GameCube at work, and there's a double dash on there, so we played it once in a while. Oh, you guys have a GameCube at work? Cool. We do, You should get a Super Mario Sunshine so you can uh, play some of it. I mean, I definitely recommend it. I don't think it's too expensive. Is it still, like, 60 bucks? I know, like, Nintendo games, like, always... No, you can get it for about 40. Oh, okay. Because Nintendo games always, like, keep their value and all that. If you're not worried about having it complete, if you just want disc only, I think I bought disc only for less than 30. Yeah. When I purchased it, which was about, I guess it's still two years ago, so it might be a little more expensive now. Yeah, and and especially since it was never re-released in a downloadable form or digital form like that, though it has a lot to do with the price or whatever it's worth. But I do, I I think you should still play it eventually, just to like know the you know the history of Mario's 3D ness and all that. And there's and I've seen some things in the Super Mario Mario Odyssey footage that is very much pulled from Super Mario Sunshine. Like there was a part where you get something that basically gives you that cuz there there were different um there were different uh, stuff that you could get attachments pretty much for the flood that make you different do different things and there's one that like makes you like ski across the water and I saw something similar to that in Super Mario Odyssey footage. Like he possessed something that made him do like a similar thing. And there's also like the one where you could shoot up super high mm-hmm. and all that. In the yeah, game. it does kind of. I mean, when I first saw the footage of Odyssey, it did kind of bring back to to 
sunshine a little bit just because it's a free-roaming, open, 3D game, and it's flat land versus the uh, uh, galaxy, the two galaxy games. Yeah, yeah, with the globes and stuff. Yeah, the globes and stuff, yeah. So, oh, it kind of looks like sunshine again. Sure. There is a, I mean, there's definitely, you can see seeds of Super Mario Galaxy in Sunshine. Because there are the levels, there are the parts that are called secrets in uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Where you find a part and, uh, you know, Shadow Mario shows up. Baby, Bowser Jr. turns into Shadow Mario and shows up and steals your, steals the thing off your back. And then you don't, and then there's like regular standard platforming games. You know, in those levels that have that great uh, acapella Mario song. You know, of them doing na 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 that one. So th- those definitely feel like Super Mario Galaxy levels, for sure. So you can kind of see the start of it. But really hard. Yeah, they're pretty hard. And unforgiving. And uh, Super Mario, we mentioned in last week's episode, but Super Mario Sunshine also took a lot of the moves out. Like, you can't, like, the long jump is gone now. You can't you can't punch people in the face anymore. No more punch, no more kick. No more punch, well, no more kick. Backflipping. What? You backflip and triple jump and all that. Uh, You can backflip. You can triple jump. You can do, like, the walk one way, do the other one. Now and there's like a jump. You can do a spin, spin jump. jump. You can do a spin jump now where you do where you go in a circle and you'll just like do like a circle spin up. But the long jump and the punch is gone. So the long I love the long jump and I'm glad that long jump came back for Mario Galaxy and it looks like it's in Super Mario Sunshine as well because that was always a fun. That was like my favorite thing to do in Super Mario 64. But uh, yeah, Super Mario Sunshine is a hard ass game. Like if you watch a, if you watch our stream that we did last night, I mean. I don't know how long we fucking played uh, that secret level for, but geez, we probably spent like 20 lives on it or something, maybe. <laughs> Luckily, it, you can get an extra life early on in the level, but we, you know, so we kept re-upping what we were losing, but it's hard. Yeah, it's super hard. And that's not even the hardest of them. Like, that was one of the earlier ones that we were playing. They get pretty ridiculous eventually. Some of the later ones, you're actually like, depending on... NPCs to determine where you go. And are they going to throw you where you want to go? No, usually not. Yeah, well, that was that was what I mentioned as my uh, middle name earlier. The Piantas, who uh, got a re- who came back later in the uh, Super Mario baseball game for GameCube. Wasn't that re-released on, on Wii also, like as a new play control game? I think so. Yeah, because yeah, you because you can get it on you can get a virtual console for Wii U. I know that it released uh, at the beginning of the baseball season, last, like whatever year that was. We we mentioned it in one of our podcasts, but uh, yeah, those Piantas, their giant noses and their whoop, 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 weirdness, and their palm tree heads. Yeah, <laughs> palm tree heads. They're definitely. I my... was like Delfino Plaza in Mario Kart DS. That was my favorite level. Oh, Delfino Plaza part because yeah. you could hear the. Piantas. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they made some, I mean, there was some decent, like, there was that, uh, the Cheap Cheap Beach one. What is that? Or what was the one called in, uh, Double Dash, where you go, uh, the one where the Cataquacks are there? Those are the robot ducks that you talked about earlier. Robo ducks. Yeah. <laughs> the Cataquacks, those are the guys who, like, flip you. But, uh, in, uh, Mario Kart Double Dash, there's a level where you go, like, through Delfina Plaza, and then you go around the beach, and there's a little Cataquacks walking around, and they flip your, flip your cart if you're too new to them. Or too close to them. They're basically like those little mouse guys from Mario 64 that have the little metal things that they put under you and, like, flip you. Oh, if you yeah. remember them. The guys you can't kill. They were in, like, Wet Dry World and other stuff. And there's also these, like, random wind clouds that show up and try to those blow you up. <laughs> Even though those guys were in Mario 64, they were in, like, that one weird uh, mountain level they got to. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I would do, uh, like I said, I would do a list of favorite stars on this one again. But there's, I don't know. 
It's like I didn't really, I didn't really play it enough to get them. And they're just not, I don't know. The stars always felt different. Like one thing that's definitely different between this and 64. You mean, you mean shines, right? Shines, yeah. They're the same thing. <laughs> Shine gets, which that was what it said on the Japanese version, right? Shine get. Yep. They should have kept it that way. Well, supposedly in Odyssey, it was, it said that, or it doesn't say that this time. No, nope, it does not say moon get. No, it says like you got a moon and not, <laughs> <laughs> not moon get. Moon get would be cool it's just, though. It should say you got mooned. <laughs> You got moon, man. Yeah, like you got surfed. Yeah. Uh, what? Another thing. Another thing to note about Super Mario Sunshine is this is the first time that I ever fought a boss in a hot tub. <laughs> I mean, the final boss battle is against Bowser in a hot tub. So the that final was, boss uh, battle is essentially invading someone while they're trying to bathe. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking weird. And they get irate about it, and like you know, they should. Yeah, he was uh, he was hanging out, and then uh, and then you show up, and yeah, it's it's weird. It's a st- really strange boss battle, and the game ends with this really weird like heart to heart between Bowser Junior. and Bowser. Where Bowser, I guess, has to tell has to tell him that Peach is not really his mom. I mean, even though they're he's... like on an island or something, yeah, they're... yeah, they're on an island. He's like, "Well, kid, uh, Mario killed me again." Or not? It's like the like I said, the voice acting is so bad. That blasted Mario. You know, after you get done listening to this episode, check out some of that stuff on YouTube. Just look up uh, Super Mario Sunshine cutscenes, and you'll find some hilarious shit. The uh, we got we got to the there's a there's a ghost level in there. We got to that, which is another weird thing. Sirena Beach. Yeah, ghosts turn into platforms now on the, in that level. Which they there was a, a a stage in Mario World where they did that. It was one of the ghost houses where uh, when you turn your back to them, they would come at you. But when, when you face them, they turn into blocks that you could jump on. Yeah, I don't remember. The, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like favorite stars. Let me see uh, if I can think of the top sprites. Of Favorite sprites. Or what were your, or, yeah, sun Favorite sprite. shines. Shines, whatever. Whatever the fuck they're called. Is there any memorable, I mean, you beat the game recently, right? Somewhat recently. Somewhat recently, in the past year. It's been about in the past year. Yeah, and you beat it, but you didn't get 120 stars. No. Whatever. I'm going to call them stars because they're the same fucking thing. They just look a little different. There's just about But they're definitely stars. One thing I was going to say, like, a major difference between the two games is, like, Super Mario 64, when you get to a level, you can get, like, there's probably, like, four or five different stars you can get at any time. You know, like, whatever it tells you to get, you don't necessarily have to get that one. In Super Mario Sunshine, it's less like that because everything's kind of based on the level changing in a certain way, depending on what star it tells you to get. So I think that make, a less makes it a lot more makes it a lot more linear, and I kind of like the idea of being able to find other stuff, like in 64. But what would you say are your favorite ones that you can think of offhand, Jeremy? Like a top five? Oh, a top five. Yeah. Um, can you think of five? I mean, that's a pretty small number. Sure, I can. There's one in the hotel where you have to like find all the coins. I like that one. Is it the mystery one? Oh, wait, the red, the red coins. Uh huh. How do you have to find them? Do you remember? You basically just have to case out the whole hotel and. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a. It's almost like a detective type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that one. We didn't. We didn't get. We didn't get that far on that one, or we didn't get to that one. Last night, well, we did get to the secret and the uh, the one that's probably going to be on one of my favorites. Yeah, I like the. Uh, there's the ones where you race on where you're on top of the jellyfish and you're racing around. I think there's two of those. And those are both kind of fun. Oh, the squid race. Uh huh. Yeah, that, that one's in the second level. That, that one's cool. I like any of the Mario bonus levels. Yeah, they're really hard. What sucks about them is they would be a lot more fun if they you didn't have to get to them first. So, like for instance, like in the uh, amusement park level. To get to that bonus level. You got to defeat the mole cannon. Well, uh, no, there's another one later on where you have to get a Yoshi and then go back to the merry-go-round and then, re- and like, 
it's not completely clear, but it's like there's a missing character on the merry-go-round, and that's Yoshi. But so you have to find Yoshi, and then you have to go find the fruit that brings Yoshi to life. So you bring the fruit to Yoshi's egg, and then he hatches rather, and then you can take Yoshi over to the merry-go-round, and then you can actually play the bonus level, which is pretty hard. And uh, I don't know, it's just getting to that level initially sucks but once you're actually playing those levels they're fun yeah there weren't so much stress well they're the ones where the pack is taken away like we were talking about earlier so it's just straight up like platforming it feels a lot like it's basically what was turned into super mario galaxy because it's like short bursts of like classic platforming like classic classic super mario platforming but they go completely nuts with whatever they can do you know it reminds me of like a stage from monkey ball or something where there's just like all these crazy like things spinning around and all these weird shaped platforms you have to navigate and oh yeah that you'll never see again like half of a cheese wheel or something <laughs> spinning vertically while you're yeah. walking on it and it's round and then it's flat and then it's round and it's flat like these kind of strange shaped things will just pop up randomly in those levels on top of like sand blocks that disappear as you're walking across them or you know whatever like badly cut apples like <laughs> stage we were playing last night yeah that's the one that we got stuck on that was the that was the first secret in the amusement park level oh that was yeah that was yeah that was the one you just mentioned with the can you get you, you like stand on this sort of like log uh looking thing whereas if it was mario 64 you would think that it would work like in a physics way where like you stand on one side and it would move down and then you'd walk over on it mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that at all it just kind of moves in its own way and you have to kind of like walk on it as it moves it's kind of hard to describe it's a really strange part but and the thing we were having the really hard we we're having the hardest time like staying on it and then there were the sand blocks of course that you stand on them and then the sand drains right. so you and have you to fall through. you have yeah. to get comfortable enough on that to jump off of it which is hard because you kind of have to run and jump off of it and depending on how it's facing it's hard to yeah. do well, and then if you, the if, camera yeah. you're always battling the camera in this game which i don't know if we mentioned yeah the camera is probably your biggest nemesis for the most part on this but on those sand blocks what really sucks is like if you jump to where you have to grab on with your hands it starts draining like as yeah. you're pulling yourself up so by the time you get up it's like half drained and you'll probably just fall you know, so you have to like fully land on. You have to make sure you land on it first. Yeah, and then later on, uh, those bonus levels. Even though I'm saying they're my favorite, they're fucking hard. But uh, yeah, there's like I remember there's ones where you're on a big cube, but it's like you were saying, it's not like rotating the way you think it the would, way you right? would think it would. Yeah. It's rotating like on between the x y axis, so it's rotating in like a weird angular way where it's really hard to maintain your balance on it. You know, it's not just tumbling head over heels. It's like at a weird angle, and you do a lot of butt sliding. Yeah, and then Mario will just automatically decide he wants to butt slide, depending on how you <laughs> land as you jump. And- yeah, well, as you're walking over the different, like, yeah, the sides, like, or however, you know, like, however it's tilted, it'll be, like, whether yeah. you can walk on it or whether you'll so butt you're slide like, on it. So you're like, well, I'm totally much. standing on it, and it's a 45-degree angle, so I should be fine, but no, Mario wants to butt slide now, and he's just going to slide right off. <laughs> yeah. There are some, like, cool, uh, I mean, what what's left on your list for sprites well remember how many you did i think i was more like i'll say that they were you know i'll say they're like ones i enjoy they're not ones i enjoyed but i was so happy when i beat them like the there's one um in the beach level with the cataquacks or as i referred to them earlier the robo ducks -ducks. where you have to bring a watermelon all the way from the very top (laughs) of the stage all the way out to this platform that's definitely not your favorite one no 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 yeah you have to take it all the way down 
to this really narrow platform that you have to navigate over. And then you finally get to this point where they just destroy the melon and turn it into a smoothie or something. But, uh, Oh yeah, no, that that's what actually one I remember is like an absolute terrible. Well, I guess you say like most memorable sprites. It's so terrible because the shines. whole, yeah, the whole way those ducks, they stop going after you and they go after the watermelon itself. And yeah. so you have to, and you have to shoot it with you your fucking water gun. Right. You can't kill them. You can only stun them. Yeah, they don't they don't go down. So you can stun them long enough to roll past them, but if you don't do it quick enough, they they come back to their senses and they immediately beeline for the melon and it only takes one of them to run up to the melon and throw it up in the air and it explodes and then you have to go all the way to the top again and yeah. start all over. Yeah. No, it sucks. And even in like I guess I would say I'm better at video games than I was. I, I hope. You know, I've gotten better at three D video games over the years since Mario Sunshine came out originally, and I still probably spent three or four hours on that level. Last time I played it, just I had to beat it. You I don't know. know. I, I, I think obsessed I, yeah, over it. I think I might have been better when Mario came out than I was now. We're getting old now, man. I mean, we might be losing some of our video game skills. I think I'm getting better. Yeah. I still think I'm getting better. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not as practiced. I didn't I guess, have Switch back then to look back on and see how I actually played, but yeah, I think that I play these 3D games a little better now. I think I've got a firmer grasp on how they work because I've played more of them. But yeah, that but, watermelon uh, level, man, oh, that's like one of the worst levels, though. That's like up there, like with uh, the rainbow level from 64, like getting 100 stars on, or 100 yeah. coins on that. But but the the like, re- that's like the one reward of the hardest for, things to do. The reward for beating that, you know, the the endorphins that my brain released were just like. Oh. Oh, like hallelujah! Well, yeah, you probably like spiked the controller and said like, and said, like "fuck you" to the TV or whatever. Be like, "I, ah, you don't own me. I destroyed you." You know, like first thing I think of your when- memory card is corrupted. You would say something. Like <laughs> yeah, that would suck. <laughs> no, first thing I think of when I think of bad star or you know whatever bad shines in that game is that is that one is what I think of is the fucking. Uh, it's that watermelon. one and the one. Um- there's one with the 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 Yoshi juice. Yeah, we didn't even talk about like how Yoshi kind of got turned into the water thing. Like where you're on Yoshi, he no longer eats people. He shoots fruit juice at people now. Yeah, he can eat fruit, but he Ew. can't eat uh, enemies. Yeah, all he can do is eat fruit now. And he turns into pills when he falls in the water. <laughs> yeah, he can't touch the water at all. If he touches the water, he turns into a pharmaceutical mess. <laughs> no, he basically like Wait, turned. What? Well, when he disappears, it looks like uh, you know, it looks like those two tone pills that you would see. Right. You know, that's basically what it looks like. So that was a joke that we would say was that Yoshi know, turned into pills because when he hits the water, he kind of looks like he turns into these little dots, a bunch of little like the, like spheres little, little two tone spheres, or like he turns into uh, spheres. Is he, like he drowns. No, he no, just, he or... turns into these dots and he disappears. winks out of existence. Yeah. So like they must have like maybe okay. maybe they didn't want to make the the swimming animation of Yoshi in the water. I don't know. So I was thinking maybe, but it's like, why can't Yoshi swim? Like Yoshi has swam many a times. He was swam. He has swam since he was birthed in super Mario world. And now he can't swim. Turns into fucking pills. Yeah. And it's another one of those cases where you lose, you lose Yoshi. You can't beat the level because it's built around Yoshi's ability to hover and fly further. And yeah. Use a, well, in some cases, use his juice-spitting ability to create platforms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's stuff like that, too. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, because uh, doesn't... He doesn't will spit at the, the cheap sheeps, and then they turn into platforms. Doesn't, like, the different juices, like, sometimes do different things, too? Like, some of them turn platforms, and some of them don't. 
Yeah. Depending on what you have. Actually, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I don't, I don't remember specifically if different fruits do different things other than you just get whatever Yoshi eats whatever fruit and he spits that juice. I don't remember if there were specific <laughs> juices that did different things. I don't know if they really. I thought, I thought maybe they reacted to people in different ways. Maybe not. I don't think so. I don't think that it was that. Yeah. But still, yeah, Yoshi was very strange. I'm glad that he came back later for Mario Galaxy 2 and they actually kind of did him right. Eh, he was still a little odd in that. He had to eat peppers to run faster. And it was a little strange. Yeah, but that was cool. I like that. I mean, that'll okay. be next week for sure. It'll be the peppers <laughs> and all that. Yoshi eating the pepper to run faster. I mean, it was really not too far removed from the fruit experience of Galaxy, but or from Sunshine, but at least, I guess, he didn't turn into pills when he hit the water. Yeah, sure. Actually, are there any wa- levels of Yoshi where there's water in Galaxy? I think there are. Okay. I mean, there are, there are like, water levels. There are, like, full-on water with levels Yoshi? in Galaxy. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember if it was so. with Yoshi or I think not. Yoshi's very instance-based where he's in just in certain levels where you Yeah, well, you can fly with forms. him, I know that. Or, like, mm-hmm. you can do the star with him and he, like, flies, but I don't know if he necessarily swims. That'll be something we'll have to look up for next week. One thing I wanted to say that it's kind of cool about this game is uh, there's, like, cool tricks you can do. Like, you can, like, spray the water and then, like, jump on your belly and, like, you know, slide really quickly. Like, that was a fun thing that I always did. And, like, the, um, the like, bungee cords that you get on, the ones that would kind of, like, matic- magnetically pull you to them, you can, like, hang off and, like, shoot the water thing and you'll, like, spin around and you can jump higher and stuff like that. That was a cool added mechanic that was in there. And the uh, the whole water pack, like, helps you, like, makes the platforming a little bit easier, I guess, because it helps you, like, write your jumps. It'll let you, you get know, really you high, can... too. So if you go up to, like, you know, a straight-up wall and it's a really tall wall, you do the back jump, you know, where you run forward and then quickly hit back and jump. So you do, like, a and that you do like a nice high jump, and then you do a wall jump off of that, and then immediately after you wall jump, you hit your water jets so that you don't fly that far from the wall. And then you can actually get a lot of height that way, and that's a really good way to like... Oh, sure, yeah. Get some height on some of those platforming sections or go further um, just by doing the, the flip jump reverse back flip spin water, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a maneuver that's like, you know, a little more advanced, but adding the, the water pack yeah. did rev- did add an extra, like, element of control to Mario, which is really nice. So, I mean, that's a positive side of this. I feel like we've been talking shit on it for at least 20 minutes now, but... Uh, no, like, almost 40 minutes now. But it's a good game, I mean... Yeah. No, there are a lot of games... It's, sh- it's not a pile of shit. It's no, it's just, not a bad game. It's, it's got just, some shitty elements to it. Because it has Mario on the title, we just hold it to a higher right. standard. So that's why we're being if, the, if Mario Galaxy it, and its because Mario, you know, most current Mario form games. were released as an indie game now with like a I don't know some sort of other character. I won't even. <laughs> it's not Mario, right? Be called Mario with the no. And and Mario Galaxy or Mario Sunshine had never been released. We would say, hey, this is crazy. This is awesome. This is like Splatoon or, or, only. Or Gex the Gecko would be an amazing game. <laughs> this is like. Splatoon. <laughs> this is like Croc. Splatoon, only you're cleaning up instead of making a mess. Yeah, well, I, mean, I guess you could say that, I mean, uh, Splatoon had to have had some influence from Super Mario Sunshine, so even though I don't think it directly did, but they are very similar. Maybe they pulled that old programming out that involved using the, yeah. spl- the spray back. Because it did kind of remind me of that, but it worked a lot better, you know, because it was more like a third-person shooter. But I wanted to say, I wanted to talk about, like, some sprites that I did really like from the game. I'm going to go through them really quick. 
Like the uh, the shines. Yeah, no, I know. I don't know why I keep calling them sprites. <laughs> Probably because like there's well, they are shine sprites. That's what they're called. Yeah, shine sprites. Uh, okay. That's why I call them sprites. Because there's star sprites also in Galaxy. Because mm-hmm. the, the star sprite is the little character you have with you that talks to you, of course. Every game, but uh, ones that I really liked were uh, there's the squid boss that you fight where you pull his tentacles off. Like I thought that was really fucking cool in the second level, and you like grab his nose and like pull his nose back, and he turns into a flat cardboard thing and falls down. You know that was really cool. I liked you played it on the stream, but uh, in the uh, I like the amusement park level a lot. But the very first shine that you get there, you get on this roller coaster and you shoot and you shoot missiles at this giant Bowser mech robot. Like that's really cool. You do that. I thought the first PD Piranha was pretty cool. Like where you go to the top of that and, and you guys stand on that thing and you fall into the thing and you shoot him there like i thought that was kind of cool where like you give him water or whatever his belly buttons gets huge you jump on it whatever what is that three the tooth guy well no i didn't that's not one of my favorites because i don't like the swimming uh, <laughs> did you feel fear finally <laughs> i'm feeling fear right now <laughs> uh, i'm trying to remember because uh, like i said it's been a minute since i played it um those are three that i really like the the manta i thought that was cool as dumb and hard as it is at the very beginning of the uh ghost level you fight this giant manta ray which is just like a white shadow on the ground pretty much but it ends yeah. up splitting into like hundreds of little mantas that level was pretty cool so that's four and i'll say uh that squid race was fun too where you jump on the squid in the second mm-hmm. level and race through that shit. That's always fun. So uh, I'll put that down. Oh, and we didn't forget, and we forgot about like one of the worst ones ever, the Pachinko Shine, which you said you still kind of like. Yeah, I like that one okay. I didn't have a lot of trouble with it. But that was another thing where the camera angle is really bad, and it was mm-hmm. just kind of hard. You like shoot Mario as a, he's sort of a ball, but he's not, and he goes up on a thing and goes down through the... It's, real, <laughs> it's really difficult to navigate. Like I said, a lot of it's just... It just needed a little bit more time to get polished. And if they did come out with an HD remix of it, I think they would come out with some sort of like speed sale equivalent that they could make it like make it a lot easier to play. But uh, is that a? I mean, is there anything else you want to say about Mario Sunshine? We put we talked for like forty minutes on it. It looks wonderful. Like it it has aged very well um, graphically. Yeah, it's fifteen year old game, and it still looks really nice. I will say that the, uh, we it does were, look nice. We yeah. were pointing out, like, uh, I was playing the level with the uh, where you're you're getting the guys off those dishes on the level with the Wiggler. Yeah, and yeah. There's the, like the real time reflections everywhere, and there's even real time reflections of Mario when you spray water on gr- the, the sand. Like you'll no, see that Mario is true. They reflected. Did, they did get it. crazy with that with the art style and just how much. So I think they did. They paid a lot of. There's a lot of attention to detail in it, whereas sure. you know they overlooked some glaring things, but paid a lot of attention to certain details so it's probably based on like how you know the different departments that were working on it together whoever did the uh water reflections just did a stellar job like the water is oh yeah really really nice in this they went crazy about that for sure nintendo's always done water well i mean ever since uh i think wave race was the first time we were like holy shit like nintendo does water real good Oh, yeah, and they definitely wanted you to know about it. So when, like, you put your name in there, it's like, dip it in water. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. let's see all the ripples over and over and over again. They were, like, very much, like, get into that shit. So this game is right on board with that. You know, it's the the water effects are really yeah. nice. I dig the soundtrack, too. I think the soundtrack's really good for yeah. it. I like that a lot. I like all the little, like, plucky guitar tunes and the, the uh, accordion music. and Oh, yeah, for sure. That. That. Yeah. I yeah. like the hub world. I I wish there was a hub world in Odyssey, and I guess there's not yeah. going to be. I am going to kind of miss that, even though, like, you could go both sides with it, because, like, Super Mario, Super Mario Galaxy 1, which we'll talk about next week, that hub world was kind of a mess. Then I was kind of, I wasn't really upset that it was gone in 2. I felt like that just kind of, like, perfected the formula by taking it out. So we'll have to see. 
you know, we'll, we'll see soon. Thankfully, we'll see next week. But I don't know. We'll have to see whether it's missed as much. But yeah, no, the hub world is fun. There's like some cool shines that you can get in there. Um, I mean, that's where you find the uh, the other thing. And it's kind of cool that like instead of like having a certain amount of shines to unlock things, like shit just kind of happens. Like as you get more shines, mm-hmm. like more like you know more shit happens in the hub world, and then you have to go do it and unlock another thing. It's basically how that works. But right, which ultimately it probably either comes down to you have X amount of shines or you've got a certain shine in a certain level and that triggers like an instance in the uh in the hub world yeah where like uh shadow mario will show up for whatever reason and come and paint some more shit and i think you have to beat every instance of shadow mario in order to beat the game yeah you do be well because that unlocks because more uh-huh. levels too but when you actually get to the bowser thing i don't remember like how you exactly actually get to him does that require a certain amount of stars or yeah. does it just have to trigger it but there's never a, a door that says like has a number on the it trigger for that, that is that you beat every instance of shadow mario yeah but you still have to get shines to get to that part. Yeah. Yeah. So you still have to have a certain amount, which is like around 70 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but there was a, yeah. Isn't there like a similar, isn't there like a similar thing to looking in the sun? Like, like a similar secret level. Yeah. That's exactly it? the same thing. You, uh, there's a sunbeam that yeah. shines down at a certain point. And but you, you don't, but you don't it. like fly, obviously. You don't have to. No, like, but you, you know, do look up that. into it. But they do have a thing where you look into mm-hmm. the sun again. So there are some references to Super Mario 64, of course. Again, Mario teaches you to stare directly into the sun. <laughs> it'll take you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, it'll definitely take you somewhere else. There's no flying in this, though. That's Well, I mean, there's floating, I guess, with, with, the, uh, with the water pack. Mm-hmm. And but, then there's the there's a level where you're on the back of the sandbird where you're kind of like flying through the sky, which is another incredibly frustrating level. Yeah, there are a lot of like uh, pretty memorable frustration levels. I think. I think a lot of the challenge in that level, specifically the sandbird level, is that is the physics engine that they're using is like really unforgiving because it's kind of on the realistic side of things. So if you start to kind of lose balance on the bird and kind of start tumbling in a certain direction, you'll just tumble out of control or it'll like start diving or it'll decide it wants to do a flip. You start doing butt slides. Uh huh. And the butt slides kick in and you're in, you fall to your death. Yeah. Well, you know, if we ever get that uh, GameCube Virtual Console thing that, uh, what is it, or Emily Rogers uh, said was going to be on there years ago, we'll get to experience this again. But, (laughs) you know, in the meantime, it's a, I think uh, we're we're getting we're getting pretty long in the tooth here on the on the episode, so I think we should put a pin in it. But is there anything else you want to say about Super Mario Sunshine before we sign off here? I say play it, and uh, hopefully Odyssey's a lot better, and you'll appreciate you'll appreciate the influence, but you'll also be happy you're not playing Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually, well, I feel that I'm hoping that Odyssey will just take all the great things of, of all of these different 3D Mario yeah, games. It'll take the great things of Galaxy, Sunshine, and 64 and just bring them into this new beautiful 3D Mario. It's like what I'm really hoping. And, you know. With jiggle physics. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't care about jiggle physics, but. <laughs> and nipples. Yes, and, and, Mario, nipples. and Mario nipples, which were in Super Mario, which were in Mario and Luigi before, so yep. we've already seen that. But, uh, yeah, anyway, um, this has been episode 90 of Nintendo Main. We're your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jeremy Mikowski. John Nitter. And, uh, you know, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. You can download the podcast on any sort of, you know, thing that downloads podcasts. You can find us wherever. You can pretty much Google us and you'll find us wherever. Oh, yeah, and by the way, if you're in Portland, we said it before, but Jeremy will be there. Say hello to him at the Portland Retro Expo. He'll be walking around with our with a Nintendo Main shirt on. I'll be probably. the guy with my own face on my shirt. 
<laughs> but I'm sure I won't be the only person. That yeah, way. you and like 2,000 other people uh-huh. from, from there probably. Like I remember when we went to the uh, Midwest Gaming Classic, I was like, man, I feel like weird about wearing a shirt with my face on. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, everybody's wearing shirts of the shit that they do here. I'm like, this is not yeah. weird at all. But anyway, uh, if you happen to see Jeremy, you know, say hello. Um, I'm sure he'll be hanging out with uh, Retronauts and all those other cool people there. But, you know, if you happen to listen to the show, you know, say hello to us. Say hi. And uh, next week, you know, maybe we might get some we might get some uh, stuff from that as well. So you know, stay tuned for that. But uh, we're we're on we're on Twitch now, uh, Twitch TV slash Nintendo Main Podcast. I do streams every Thursday and Sunday. Jeremy's going to start doing streams as well on different days. So just check that out. You'll probably and you know, and if you missed it, you'll be able to check it out after. But you know, we'll be streaming more shit as a, as the next months and years and whatever come so you can find more of that shit we have a youtube channel youtube slash fingmater as well so and you can email us at nintendo made podcast at gmail.com and if you like the show give us give us a review we love seeing reviews it uh makes us feel great this makes me especially makes me feel great when i uh put the in these six hour edits you know i'll be like hey you know i'm glad somebody likes what i do in the end you know so let us know what you think about the show and uh we'll see you next week see you see you next week Debe descansar Demasiadas tortugas El trabajo me agotó Vacaciones a tomar Fuera de Mujolán Con la princesa y su papá No es su papá y no Hay hermosas playas Mil cosas que ver Pero no hay que descansar Hasta poder limpiar Eh, güey, se va a hacer Mario Fíjese el Mario Pido un descanso y me ponen a limpiar Todo el pueblo me acusa de las calles de grafitear Pero yo soy inocente, solo quiero descansar Por culpa de un extraño en la cárcel a parar Embarando la pistola hecha por Egar Tengo miedo, las pistolas ahora pueden hablar Él me dice claramente que me puede ayudar Esta contaminación ahora debe parar Las cosas se ponen sucias por aquí Oye, tengo hambre donde venden un festín Deberíamos limpiar toda la isla del fin Todo no manches, ¿qué hago aquí? Plantas de borregar, paredes a limpiar Conseguí mi superstar Ya te vi, güey Si al falso Mario Bros se ve como yo cuando no me meto a bañar Hay hermosas playas, mil cosas que ver Pero no hay que descansar hasta poder limpiar No entiendo por qué los Yoshis no pueden nadar En serio no entiendo, ¿por qué? ¿Por qué Yoshi? ¿Por qué? Maldito Yoshi inútil ¿Sabes? Esto pudo ser peor Disfrutando de la playa de la vida y el calor No me importa ir a la casa por culpa de mi postor Son muy buenas vacaciones, ahora me siento mejor Si lo veo de la lava de todo puede mejorar Sigo ganando estrellas, nadie me puede parar Pero sabes algo, eso de su propiedad Está robando el pueblo y eso es ilegal Oh Pues... Um... Hay hermosas playas Mil cosas que ver Pero no Sucio está Mario Sunshine